Have you ever just felt like a straight up bum? Seriously, ever? This is AJ, the Agitated One. This is the Agitators Asylum Podcast. Season 2, episode number 7. Hey, it's the fourth quarter of 2022. I am way behind on these episodes. Hopefully I can catch up and not have to roll over into next year trying to play catch up. That's not my plan, but we'll see how it go. Um, I'm going to dedicate this episode to my wife. Her 37th birthday was yesterday, so she got to have a whole weekend to herself to, um, to you know, just have a good time, go out, get away from the kids, get away from me, you know, except last night. Well, you know, we, we went out with the kids early Saturday and then late last night or um, not late, but last night we went to see the Black Panther um, forever, um, Wakanda forever. So it, <clears throat> it was actually a good movie, man. So definitely recommend it. I think they did chat with Bozeman uh, uh, Justice, man, the way they sent them off and, and filmed. And um, and I hope the movie continues to get better if they decide to make any more. But when you think about that right there, just think about that. I start off this by saying you ever felt like a bum. You ever watch? You mean you watch? You ever sit in a room and watch the whole world go by? You're watching TV. You're listening to music. Somebody bought the music you're listening to. Unless you listen to the radio, somebody bought the radio. <clears throat> somebody had to do the lighting and the wardrobe. And had to be a producer or writer or, uh, you know, the actors, actresses in these movies and TV shows. And, uh, you know, you have to have anchors and stuff for these news um, uh, stations. And you got people on the radio making money. You got people, everything in your house is money. The chair you sitting in, the bed you sleep in, the shoes you put on the feet, the socks, everything is money. And this reminds me of Jody. This really, yeah, it does remind me of Jody from Baby Boy when he was, he looked at Pete and he said, man, how many millionaires you got on, bro? Think about all the people who, now some people didn't work for what they got right now, but somebody did. Some people stole their ideas. Some people ripped somebody off. Somebody died and somebody inherited something. Okay, whatever. But they still got money. But there's somebody out there hustling, going at it, reading, studying, working, asking questions. And I remember... I would sit in my room for hours in my parents' house, the, the house my parents stay in right now. I would sit in that room. Every now and then I would read, but most I'd be playing video games, talking on the phone, listening to music, mostly watching TV though. Literally sitting there doing nothing. Every, you know, of course I got up, I would go out the room, get something to eat, but I wasn't doing a lot productive. You know, I would be doing homework sometimes, but I wasn't in any, any real clubs in school. I wasn't a part of anything. I wasn't, you know, I, I, um, I never did any activism, you know, other than online. You know, I never, I just remember wasting so much time sitting in that chair in my parents' house. And I think that chair right now is actually outside in the in the um in the rec room or my my pop's rec room outside but i was like man i wasted a lot of time and i just remember the feeling i would have sometime when i would because i would be in the room with my door closed and i remember that feeling my mom would come in the room and drop my clothes off that she watched and my dad would come in there and say something to me and tell me i need to do this or my mom would just walk past me and 
like I said, you just say something to me, bring something in the room, check on something, ask me to do something. I felt like a bum because I'm just sitting there. I'm not doing nothing. Mom washing clothes. Pop was going outside to cut the grass, wash cars. I mean, I would do stuff. Like, I cleaned the house, but I didn't clean the house, you know, in a spectacular fashion most of the time. But I did clean up. But I, I remember when my dad really started checking my work. He was like, he said, you cleaned up? He said, what did you clean up? I had been cleaning up for a long time. And he finally came in there. He was like, look at all this dust on the bookshelf. Look, he said, what are you cleaning? He said, you say you clean it every Friday, but what are you really doing? <clears throat> I wasn't doing anything. I definitely wasn't the laziest person, but I mean, as far as my own life, yeah. I mean, I would if you asked me to help you move, I would be one of the first people, you know, picking up stuff, lifting stuff, you know, helping out, you know, showing that I'm, you would know, you would feel my presence. I would support you when you do stuff. I remember when I was still living in Enfield, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I started hanging with some new guys. And they, or the, the main guy I hung out with, he joined the baseball team, or he was trying out. I was the only boy out there not trying out. I literally was sitting on the sidelines like a cheerleader. I wasn't cheering for him, but I was watching all these other black kids sign up to play baseball. And the, and the coach asked me, he said, hey, I don't remember who he was, but he said, hey, man, you want to try? I didn't have a glove or nothing. I said, no, nah, I don't want to. He said, you sure? You know what I'm saying? Because somebody was like, man, come on, man. You can use my glove or, you know, use my bat or whatever. I could, I should have did it. But for some reason, I didn't have that get up and go. I didn't have that drive. I didn't want to play baseball, but I would have had a lot of fun playing baseball if I had actually played. Or at least I could have learned the game. <clears throat> but I would sit back and watch. I'm a huge supporter. I always say, man, if I hit the lottery, I know what my job going to be. My job is going to be making sure that I'm able to keep this money, make sure my family is good, and I'm going to go support other people's dreams because that's what I'm good. There's nothing wrong with that, but you got to get out and do your own. Now, I ain't never been lazy. I would go work, but I don't. I, I wouldn't make my money work for me. I would go work, come back home. Like I said, I wasn't completely lazy. I just didn't get up and go. I didn't look into stuff. I didn't. I just figured, I don't know how to do that. It's just going to fall in my lap. I was one of them kids sometimes. I wasn't necessarily, I never really felt entitled. But I was one of those, you know, just daydreamers that thought that, okay, I'm going to be I'm, I'm gonna be this big uh, actor. You know, it, it's just going to happen. I'm going to be in the right place at the right time. And I'm going to get this this uh, this job <clears throat> being an a extra. And then somebody going to see me and be like, you know what? He might be good. Just, just try him out real fast, man. Try anybody. Let's just go. And, and then it just happened. That's what I thought my life was going to be. It's just going to happen. Something's going to fall in my lap, and it's going to be the best thing ever happened to me. And once I get it, I'm going to hold on to it, and I'm going to bust my tail to keep it. When am I going to bust my tail to get something worth holding on to? That's what I, my mind was going. I think about I was like, man, you are a bum. You living with your parents. I got so many friends that went off to college. I went to the military. I came back home. I went to school. But I went to school for medical. I went to, you know, for nursing. I didn't want to be no nurse. I didn't really want to go in the military. I tried to um uh a few things. It just wasn't for me. I failed a lot. That's one thing I told my wife one day. I said, you know what? I know what it's like to fail. I know what it's like to give up. But I also know what it's like to put effort into something and fail. I said, everything's not for you. I said, I do appreciate the times I've tried because it, I have memories of when I tried. I have memories of doing stuff. I have memories of failing. I have memories of succeeding. 
I definitely had a lot of failures, probably more failures than, than success when I think about the number of times or the number of jobs or the number of things that I've actually tried. And that don't bother me. What bothers me is the time that I sat there and didn't go actually look for what it is I want. Now, I have a job that I absolutely love. I fell into it. It goes right along with the degree I actually got. When I went to a community college and I went to college online to get my four-year, it goes right along with my degree. Perfect fit. It, that kind of happened. I was fortunate with that. That was one of the things that my mom was in the right place, talked to the right person, was like, hey, tell him to, you know, apply for this. And when I applied for it, he was like, I didn't have, you know, I felt good because he said I didn't have to do anything for him other than get him in the door. He did everything else on his own. I passed my test. I did great on my oral, my oral um, interviews. I um, passed my lie detector test. All the stuff I had to do to get the job. Like I, he was like, yo, I really didn't have to do anything for you. So it's not like I gave you a job. He said, I didn't give you a job. You literally did this job. He said, you did the best on the test. You did the, you did like second best in the interview out of like the three people that actually chose. He was like, you did everything yourself. I didn't have to do anything for you representing yourself well. I could do that for the most part, <clears throat> but I just think about all the time I wasted sitting in my room, watching TV, playing video games, not trying to play video games to get money. I wasn't a big gamer. I just played the same games over and over again because I'm kind of easy to please when it comes to video games. I, I didn't dress the best, you know what I'm saying? But I always was thinking, and the same thing now, when is my next time I'm going out? When next time me and my boys going to hang out? When next time me and my wife can get a chance to go out? When next time I'm just going to get a chance to do something fun? Um, like I said, I'm blessed, I'm blessed I have um, a great wife, <clears throat> great family, a great career. Um, but I know it's so much more I can be doing. And I just go back to those times. And I'm going to tell you where my mind went. Sitting in that room, I think I was in that room one day. And I might I might have been out of the house. I might have been married in here. But I, my mind always go back to my bedroom. When I, when I, when I finally got a computer, uh, I didn't do a lot with it. My dad used to come in the room and he'd be like, he said, y'all got all this access to, to, to knowledge and information. But he said, y'all just listening to music and, and watching videos and, and, and playing around. He said, you ain't really doing nothing. Every now and then I would get on the computer. But I, I, I got on Facebook and the first social media platform I ever got on. I never got on MySpace, um, which is shocking because as much as you could do on MySpace to build your page, I thought that that's what I was going to get on, but I didn't. Um, just so um, much time wasted. Even my dad noticed it. And every now and then, he definitely would say something about it, especially when he realized how much easier we have it than they had it. And um, <clears throat> and I can say that to my kids in certain aspects, but not like my parents could. They didn't have computers at all. They didn't barely had t- they didn't have TVs there. They might have had a radio. You know, they lived on the farm and they actually did stuff outside, worked outside, played outside. You know what I'm saying? They stuff was different. You know, it might not have been no indoor plumbing, man. You know, you go outside the outhouse. It's crazy the stuff. You know, you know a whole bunch of people sleeping in one bed that's meant for you know two people and it's like four or five people sleeping in the same bed man craziness man so that hearing them stories should have motivated me but i had it easy compared to my parents and sometimes i was i mean i was my brother like i said he he's a decade older than me so he was out of the house at a certain point and um 
you know, making it on his own. And of course, I knew I was going to get there, but I just had so much time to put effort into building something, to looking for information, to investing, to at least something other than just sitting there or at least reading more. I would read every now and then, but I wouldn't read enough. I should have been I should have crushed so many books back when I lived with my parents, you know, because I lived with my parents till uh, just a little bit before me and Tiny got married. So mid 20s. Um, so <clears throat> and like I said, you feel like a bum at, at a certain point. I didn't, like I said, I didn't feel completely bummed because I wasn't relying on my parents for money other than they were taking care of the major bills. And then once I got a job, of course, I had a real job, I finally moved out and I moved in with Tiny. Then we ended up getting married and then we stayed in the apartment for a while and then we found a house. So I like, I, I'm proud of it, but I'm just mad because I had access to information. I had, I didn't, but in my mind, I couldn't envision it. I just couldn't envision it. Like, you wouldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't fathom thoughts so far out the future like i would think about normal stuff getting married having kids having a house having cars but i didn't think about man what i could create or what this world is gonna be and some of the opportunities that even if it had been presented to me would i have taken advantage of it no i would have been afraid to lose the couple of hundred dollars that i that i had in the bank and not thinking like dude you're only 20 you're only 19 you're only 20 you're only 21 Dude, take the risk. You live with your parents. You can afford to lose three, four, five hundred dollars. Not every day, not every week, but every now and then take a chance on something paying off. Take your time to do something other than sit there and watch reruns of stuff you always watch. Only thing I'm doing is basically watching the Fresh Prince or whatever I was watching. Sanford and Son, my favorite show, and getting you know, like probably know some of the scenes verbatim. Like, dude, that's all you're doing. Listen to the same albums over and over again. Going to buy music. Going to support other people. Or giving other people ratings on TV, which is paying them. But it ain't doing nothing for me. But making sure that I have my knowledge of, my trivia, my trivial knowledge. And my bad, I I, I skipped a part. I went back to my father um, coming in there talking about the, the you know, access to information we had. I remember one day, and I, I, I think I think I might have been out of, out of the house, but I was sitting there and I was like thinking about an old website, not not a, a specific website, but just in my mind. I was thinking about how behind I was, and I was thinking about I'm probably I had a fear of going on the internet, getting on the internet, and going on a website that is no longer being updated, no longer being used, but it's still active. But it's no longer being used. So in my mind, I'm going up there filling out job applications and and so hitting submit and it's going through. But no one is checking for the information. I I, I felt myself being trapped in this um this this abyss, you know, this black hole, this this trap somewhere where there there's just no in no man's land. No one's there. Like, dude, you're you're so far behind. You're checking for stuff and ain't nobody using it. It's like still having a Hotmail account. Now, I don't know. I heard somebody say they had a Hotmail account the other day, and I was so shocked because I, I could have swore you was the same person that, that got on me when I still had a Hotmail account. But anyway, um, <clears throat> but just having, just being lost, and that's my my, my basis. Like, you know, not really a bum. 
some people are actually that way. They don't care. They don't do anything. They're just living life day by day. And I was kind of like that. So I just was fortunate that my parents took care of themselves, which allowed me to enjoy their success. And I lived with them a little longer than maybe I should have. Oh, I should have been doing more. That didn't mind me living there because I won't get in any trouble like that or at all. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't um, perfect, but I wasn't bringing drama to their door. I wasn't selling drugs. I wasn't fighting. I wasn't bringing a whole bunch of women through the house. You know, no one hardly ever came to the house. I was I was a good, definitely a good child. I just didn't I wasn't motivated enough. And I don't want to do that to my children. My dad tried to motivate me, but he motivated me the way he knew how. Hey, you need to go to school. Hey, you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. My mom, same thing. You know, they just didn't. I I needed somebody there to say, hey, come here. We're going to do this. Let me show you how to, if you're going to work for somebody the rest of your life, let me show you how to invest your money properly so you don't have to work for them as long as you, you know, so when that job goes out, you have something to fall back on. You know what to do. You got something that you you know how to live forever. My parents didn't do a bad job, trust me, but it's just that they didn't have that knowledge because most people weren't trying to play around with their money. They weren't trying to just give their money to Amazon when Amazon first started up or or Apple or whoever came around to certain places trying asking for people to invest, Google. I wish. I really do. But would I have invested? No, because I would have thought it was a scam, just like everything else that goes on in our life. When somebody try to present something to us, even the people that we love try to throw something else, we like, oh, man, I ain't doing that, man. I I, I do the, do what I've been doing. <clears throat> so I am proud of what I where I am in life. I just want to put my children in places and make them do stuff. I'm like, hey, you ain't got to like it, but you're going to learn it. You don't like basketball, guess what? Learn it. So when your friends want to play basketball, guess what you know how to do that you may not be crazy about, but you know how to do it. You like you like swimming? Okay, let's be the best swimmer you can be. Hey, you don't like reading? Oh, no, no, no. I didn't like reading either. We're not going to do that. You're Even if you don't like reading, you're going to be one of the best readers ever. Let's learn how to spell these words. Let's be a top-notch reader. We want your brother. We want, I want all of you guys to be this way. I want you to learn stuff, whether you ever use it again or not. If it ever comes up, you may be the only person in the room that knows how to do it. If you learn how to fix computers or fix an air conditioner or fix a car, change a flat, you might be the only person in the room that knows how to do it because you might have been the only kid that was fortunate enough to have someone to let you go outside. Somebody might ask you to play golf one day, and guess what? You might not like golf, but guess what? If you ever play it, you might be like, well, shoot, I know how to play. And then you might start having fun, or it might impress somebody that you know how to play tennis, that you know how to play um, golf, that you know how, that you know a certain information about the past, and know certain information about science, certain things about math, that, you, that you know what I'm saying, you can solve a, Rub- a Rubik's Cube, whatever. You can impress somebody with anything, and they never know who attention is going to get. I want to. I want you to start your own business. I don't necessarily want you to work for nobody. If you don't have to, I don't want you to go to college if you don't want to. But I want you to do something, and I want you to make sure you make a decision and be proud and happy with that decision and research and understand what that decision means. No, are you going to be able to know everything that's going to happen along the way? No, but you prepare for. As much as you can fathom in your mind, much as you can think of, you prepare for and mitigate the losses, uh, prepare for the losses, 
Prepare for the failures. Don't cry about it, or at least don't cry about it long. Move on. Yes, don't take big risks when you can't afford to take big risks. Sometimes the big risk will pay off, but you got to be careful with the big risk sometimes. But if you read it for it and you've done the research and you think it's going to pay off and it's actually something safe and a good thing to do, hey, do it and see what happens. Sometimes you have to take the big risk, but you can't risk, you know, you can't, you know, just um, play with your future all the time. Or play with it when you, you know what I'm saying, when it's it's your last and you're playing with somebody else's money or you're playing with, you know, the money your, your family um, has to deal with, uh, you know. And, I, and basically what I'm talking about is trying to get our children to um, take advantage of every opportunity while they're young. Do the hard work now. Have fun, too, but do the hard work now. They offer y'all, you know, early college. We, we didn't have that or we didn't know about it if we had it. Now they offer it. Take advantage of it. If that's what you want. Take advantage of all of these programs. That's about financial literacy. That's about starting businesses. Using other people's money. Take advantage of it. I should take my own advice. But I'm hoping that my children are more, way more motivated than me and my wife. Not saying me and my wife ain't motivated. My wife definitely has put her, you know, uh, you know, the pedal to the metal and 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 got her education and went as far as far as she wants to go. I mean, as far as she wants to go in certain places. And now she's looking for other ways to advance. So she's not finished, but she got to a goal. Sometimes we just get complacent in our goals, and now I'm starting to take off in my career. I'm starting to do things. I'm starting to take more responsibility. I'm starting to take a leadership position in the field that I work in. So I'm slowly doing those things, but I just want my kids to know, hey, don't wait to do things for yourself. Help other people, support other people's dreams, but get some dreams, get some ideas, get some um, objectives of your own. Goals, whatever you want to call them. Some people say don't make goals, make objectives. Whatever you make, make sure it's continue. It continues. Like you get to a certain point, you say, okay, I might be at a coast right here just for a little while, but I can't get comfortable. I need to go back and keep going. And if you got a momentum, keep going while you got the momentum and the energy to keep going. Don't stop while you got the energy. I told my wife that today about working out. I said, no, about reading. I was reading a book, and she said, for somebody who didn't like reading as a kid, you sure have been reading a lot lately. I said, well, do you see me doing this all the time? No, but I said, isn't it better than me being on my phone? And she said, no, I won't I won't jumping on you. She, I told her this the way she said it to me, but she was like, no, I ain't jumping on just. I just noticed. I said, yeah, because when I find a book that I enjoy, I have to keep the momentum going because if I put it down at the wrong time, I might not pick it back up for a while. Then I'm either going to have to start over or I'm going to start – back start reading and i'm not gonna remember nothing about the book so when i got that motivation i just want to keep going and i'm hoping it carries on to the next book it don't always work sometimes i got to try a book and be like okay i'm not ready for this one yet put it down and pick up another one and that's what i did with the book i'm reading now so hopefully i'll finish that within the next week or so but it's just about finding it using that momentum using that energy and just going 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 and if you get to the point where you don't uh, 
where you where you where you feel like you done everything you can in in, th in that field or done everything you can with that project, move on to the next one. It's always something else to do. Go help. This may maybe the time you go help a friend build their dream, and maybe their dream will spark an idea in you for you to do something, or maybe you helping them will be something else you could just be a part of. Other than just helping or supporting, you can be a part of that. But find something to do. Don't be stagnant. Don't get complacent. I've made those mistakes. Let's not do that. This is um, I'm sorry, AJ the Agitated One. This is the Agitated Asylum. Again, Season 2, Episode 7. And I got six more after this one to finish this season. Hopefully it won't roll over into the new year. But if it does, as long as I complete the season, I try to do 13 a year. That number may change um next year i may just hopefully maybe i get that motivation that i'm talking about maybe i start kicking them out um more in a in a in a more um planned and and uh you know a faster um at a better rate instead of waiting so many months in between <laughs> so thank you guys for listening i uh, hope you enjoyed uh, i'll catch you next time peace